Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Action Park Media. rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, guys? We are back getting into some shenanigans in San Diego, except this week, we're using mics because I realized listening back to that Zoom audio podcast last week that we don't sound great without mics. And... I know you guys are probably used to listening to a lot of virtual Zoom podcasts, but I like to try and have the best audio quality here. So apologies for that. I feel like it probably bothered me more than it maybe bothered people. It bothered you so much. You were like, because, hi guys, by the way. It Um, made me angry. (laughs) uh, What happened was we get it back before it airs just to see, you know, just to listen, but prior to it airing yeah, and sure if we, we didn't need to cut anything out shit. or whatever. And Sheena was just like, I am so annoyed by the sound of this. I can't even listen back. And I was like, whatever, <laughs> don't worry, I'll do it. But yeah, she was so pissed off about it. But yeah, Danny sounded learned. so good. And well, I'm glad my guest sounded good, but I was like, well, here's the thing. He's the professional among all of us. <laughs> I know, <clearly>. right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't necessarily know what we're doing as far as audio and technology goes. So no. yeah, unfortunately we, uh, we did it a Zoom for the first time where you and I were not together. Yeah. Um, Lesson and learned. Yeah. It's it's so much better when we're together. So as long as we can do this, we will. But yeah, I mean, maybe there will be a couple of times in the future where we can't, like right after you have the baby or whatever. I don't know. We'll, we'll get into that a little bit, like what we're doing with the podcast. Yeah. But, um, we'll just use mics from now on. Yeah. But thanks for being patient with us last week, guys. We didn't get really any complaints. So. Yeah. And I hope you still enjoyed the episode. Danny is so much fun. I always love talking to him. Anyways. Let's get into some shenanigans. So Jamie and I both posted a Q&A on our Instagram. So we have a ton of questions that we're going to get to, but we also have a list of some topics and things that you guys have been asking about. So first off, I know I've posted a lot about moving back to LA and we were finally able to do that this week. It feels like it has been forever. Our move-in date kept getting pushed. It was just, and it was by no fault other than the city of fucking Los Angeles and inspections and 
all of this shit that COVID has just pushed. But we were able to pack up our U-Haul, get all of that stuff, moved up to LA this weekend. Tomorrow, we are meeting with a furnishing company there. All of the nursery furniture is getting delivered tomorrow as well. I am so excited. We are doing this like really cute, I don't even know if I showed you, rainbow wallpaper Uh there. Because here in San Diego, we have the decals, which Which you saw. Which are adorable. Yeah. And I felt that that was like the beachy vibe. Yeah. And for anybody who lives like in apartments or places where you can't put up wallpaper or paint, these decals are so cute. You should Have you posted them? Um, I didn't, but I got them on Etsy. Okay. Yeah, and they just peel right off when you're yeah. when you move out. And same with the wallpaper. The wallpaper is from Wall Blush on Instagram, and it's just a stick and peel. Mm. It doesn't damage the walls like whatsoever. They have tutorials on their Instagram that you guys can check out, and it's just like I don't know how if you like apply heat or whatever a little bit to it. My aunt Dee's coming over and she's doing it for me, but I watch the videos and when they peel it off, there's literally no damage to the walls at all. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So if you're renting like we are in LA, it's um, also a good option if you want to zhuzh up your room. They have a lot of options of wallpaper too. This is not an ad. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) They um, don't just do like nursery stuff. Like I've seen Mm -hmm. like so many cute like office setups and I'm like, wait, shit, did I pick the right one? Because they had so many cute options. That'd be cute for also like um, if we ever like have like a podcast room or something and we need a background, we could do Wait, something with that. okay, so we kind of, we don't necessarily have a podcast room there, but mm-hmm. in the guest room, I have the day bed and trundle set up. So that's where like my mom's going to be sleeping when she's helping with the baby for the first few weeks. And then Brock has a desk and an office chair coming. That's going to face north where he literally has a view of the Hollywood sign. He's very excited about that. So spoiled. His first time living in Los Angeles and he has a view of the Hollywood sign. I know. Give me a break. So it has floor to ceiling windows on that wall. But then on the other wall, we're going to put my sign that's in the studio, the it's all happening sign. I'm going to put on that wall. Okay. So I wonder if we did a little wallpaper behind that. Yes. Because that could look really cool for some social videos. Yeah. And then I also have this like teal neon heart sign. So we're going to have a little setup in my apartment for a while because I'm probably not going to be able to make it into studio between as many times as I'm going to be breastfeeding and all of this. So I want to get a cute little setup in the guest room. But yeah, being able to move in, get it all furnished this week is just feeling so good. We have, oh my God, let me just shout out this company. The furnishing company, it's called Furnish, but it's spelled F-E-R-N-I-S-H. They have been so insanely accommodating. They I have. think. How many times have you changed the appointment? I think it was eight times. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And how about this last time was the only time when I'm like, okay, we can move in on Saturday. And they're like, we're booked until Wednesday. I was like, what? <laughs> Every single time they've just, they've been so amazing. They're like, oh my God, we feel so bad. Like for you that you're nine months pregnant. Yeah, you were so stressed out. Last week we were texting and you were, and we were on a group text with Sophie. Hi Sophie. Who who edits this. Yes. Um, And she must've not had any idea what the fuck I was talking about because I, I go, don't worry, Sheena, it's all going to work out. I envision you being in there by Monday, (laughs) April 12th. It will be fine. And Sophie has no clue like why I would say that. Like what, what is this bitch talking about? How does she envision something? (laughs) 
But on April 11th, we were able to move our stuff in. But now we're going to meet Furnish up there tomorrow. They're going to furnish the apartment for us just because we are still keeping San Diego. I don't want to have to move all of our furniture up to LA. We're going to be back and forth. We still have Palm Springs. So yes, I will be living in three cities. So we kind of need three of everything. When I was walking here, I was I walked along like the bay side. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to miss coming down here for a while. I know. No, I mean, we'll be back. I say I probably won't be back here until like maybe like Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I just really need to get settled up there and have like a month of just figuring out how to be a mom. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love holiday weekends down here. So I would love to be here for Memorial Day. And thankfully, we do have two nursery setups from Milk Street, which check them out. They have such adorable furniture. I'm going to be doing a giveaway with them in the next couple of weeks. So I'll announce that on here as well. They have this like wooden moon rocker chair and ottoman that we're going to do a giveaway. So you guys can see that on my move-in vlog probably next week as well. And then um, Delta Children, we got this like really pretty uh, like blush colored recliner chair that already came. So that's already in the nursery. The cats are going to love these. They're going to think they're both for them. Oh, they're going to scratch the shit up. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't even think about that because the material of the rocker is the exact material they claw. Uh oh. God damn it. A couple of the chairs from in here, as you notice, are missing. Yeah. I brought a couple bar stools. So they'll have some familiar things up there. I didn't mm-hmm. want to just get like all brand new Do furniture. You have a fireplace for Penny. I don't, but mm. she only gets that seasonal. You yeah, know? you know what? It's summer. She doesn't need a fire. She could lay in the sun. Exactly. And so I've been putting it on way less. So mm-hmm. it's not like it's been on You're every night. Her off. Yeah. And I think she's honestly forgotten about it now. So Brock, okay, this is what's so annoying about Brock. Like he's, he's upstairs and can hear us. I don't care. I tell him this to his face. <laughs> he is most of the time right. Most of the time, I'm not going to say always, but he's also a great cat dad. And I love that. It's not annoying that he's a great cat dad, but when he's better with my cats than I am with suggesting things. Like what? It's annoying. So, well, first of all, he was amazing last week and took Penny to the vet and that was great. But as you see her over there right now, she and Salem, well, she's actually fine because since she was a kitten, she was used to going to my mom's house. Like on the weekends, I would bring her with me, like Mm -hmm. not like everywhere, but I would bring her in the car a lot. Salem, on the other hand, unless he has to go to the vet or move from- He's hilarious in the car. But it's sad because it's like, he has such anxiety. He's like, (laughs) he makes these sounds that (laughs) you've never heard before. It's Mm -hmm. like in distress driving back from Vegas to and from Vegas, hell. I learned from Palm Springs to San Diego that I just needed to put his carrier on my lap, open it so he could like see out and didn't feel trapped and he was better. Okay. But Brock had this idea of, well, why don't we just, since he got back from the vet with her, why don't we just leave both of their carriers out in the living room, you know, put some toys in it, start feeding Salem in it. So he starts going in it on his own. And now she's been napping in hers. Mm-hmm. Like she just like goes in there instead of like her normal napping places. I'm like, are, are you ready to move? Cause we <laughs> still got a few days. He eats in there every right, morning Brock, and it, night. Is he watching like discovery channel and how to deal with pets or something? He's <laughs> how like, does he come just, up with this? It just makes sense. And I'm like, <laughs> 
It, it does, but I didn't think about that. Same as when I got their litter robot and I was like, we need to go to the store and get fresh litter to put in the brand new litter robot. No, because then it didn't have their scent in it. So once we put the old litter that oh. he put the old litter in and it had their scent in it, they hopped right in. Oh my God, Brock. I'm like, why am I so bad with them? I've had her 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, honestly, it's I'm getting I'm getting used to having a man's opinion in my life too, and I have to say I'm getting used to somebody being right most of the time too. And it it takes a while to uh-huh. get used to that. I know. But also on the other hand, it's so nice to be with somebody who knows what the fuck they're talking about totally. in most situations that can handle whatever. You don't need to be like a mother to them. Mm-hmm. So, I enjoy it and I'm fine when I am proven wrong. Yeah. I know, same. I know you guys sent in a lot of questions on Instagram. Before we get into those, we're just going to take a quick little break. Everything in our lives is getting smarter. I know y'all have heard me talk about this before. And if you're a cat owner like me, I have some news that's going to rock your world. Litter is smarter too. Thanks to the world's smartest cat litter, Pretty Litter. And that's exactly what it is. It's pretty. It's white. It's sparkly. It looks great in my litter robot. It lasts so long. One bag lasts you a month. I have two cats with the litter robot and the pretty litter. It's amazing not having to change a litter box every day because especially being pregnant, I can't be around cat litter and I didn't want to have to do that to Brock for the whole 10 months that I'm pregnant. Also about this that's really cool is they have a health detector, which is so helpful because the litter actually changes colors and can detect if there's something wrong in your cat's urine. So, you know, that can save you a lot of money on vet bills by being able to diagnose it very early on. Plus, Pretty Litter is safer for you and your cat and for the whole household. Many conventional litters contain like all those irritants that can aggravate allergies and asthma, but Pretty Litter's super light crystal base minimizes mess and dust. And Pretty Litter arrives safely at my door in a small, lightweight bag. Shipping is free. I never have to worry about storing bulky containers, which is so nice. Your cat deserves the best. Your cat deserves the world's smartest kitty litter. So do what I did. Make the switch to Pretty Litter today by visiting prettylitter.com. Use promo code SHAY for 20% off your first order. Again, that is prettylitter.com. Promo code SHAY for 20% off. Prettylitter.com. Promo code SHAY. I saw some questions came in asking if you are still with the guy who picked you up from the shower. So can we get a little Jamie life update? I feel like we haven't had that in a few episodes. I know. I mean, I want to go all the way back actually, because I remember we were podcasting. I was like, oh, after the podcast, I was leaving to go to your Reiki girl for the first time to use the session that Uh you had gotten me for my birthday. And so that was an unbelievable experience. And I the reason, told you. I know. And the reason I'm bringing it up now is because it kind of segues into me meeting him. Yeah. She opened up your heart chakra. She opened up everything. Okay. Wow. I just, I'm, I guess I'm naive and I just think I'm this like already like spiritual person. And I'm like, oh, she's not going to do much for me. Like all my chakras are open. Like I listen to YouTube every night and open my own chakra. No. <laughs> right? I meditate and I do yoga. I'm spiritual. So I'm just like, I don't know what she can do for me, but 
Sheena got me this. I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'm curious. I'll check it out. So I get there. She lays me down on the table. She must have spent two hours on me. You were there a really long time. Yeah. And then we talked for like I like an checked hour your location. After. I was like, did she like just drive home? Like, <laughs> is she okay? <laughs> it was so thorough, but this was quite the experience. So you lay down on, it's like a massage table, but you lay down face up and she starts at your feet, which I guess is like, she's starting like with all of your energy centers and she'll hold her hands over these certain areas until she feels that she has cleared it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then she'll move from one to the next as she works her way up your body. So she also can like pull things out and fill it with gold. Well, this is what's, this was an interesting thing because as I'm laying there, I'm, kind of like in a meditative state and Mm -hmm. I start having these visions, right? So the first thing I started visualizing was gold, liquid gold going throughout my entire body, right? After the session was over, um, after like we went over everything, there was one thing she didn't mention, which was what you had mentioned to me, cutting cords. There's people Uh who attach cords to you and you know, you might feel this certain, like you shouldn't have those cords attached to you. It might be like a mother influence that's like too overprotective or like a brother who is, you know, suffering with some sort of illness or trying to be sober or whatever it may be. Like these people in our lives like attach cords to us and we need to cut them. And Mm -hmm. that's something that she does. So I said, Hey, did I have any cords attached to me? And she's like, yeah, there was one. It was right here. She pointed to like my left rib cage. She's like, I took it out, but we, I can't take it out and not fill it with anything because then you'll have a void and you're just going to fill it back up with something bad. She's like, so I always envision filling, filling it with gold. Mm -hmm. And I was like, stop it. I was like, I saw a vision of gold. And she didn't say like picture gold. She didn't say anything. She said absolutely nothing the entire time she was doing. Did she walk you through a meditation in the beginning? I don't remember actually. Because usually like the last time I I went, we did a longer meditation. I just went like a week and a half ago Mm -hmm. and she's like, okay, picture the color teal. And then like picture like you like connecting to the earth. And then like, I I can't even. I think she did something with a river. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And then there was a tree by the river and this was another shared vision that I had with her. So in, when she was having me visualize the tree by the river, I imagined myself up in the tree meditating and she mentioned seeing that too after Crazy, so you guys we were, were like just, psychically we were, connecting. Yeah, it was insane. And, Interesting. and so when she gets to my heart, she spent the most amount of time there. Uh-huh. And I was like, I, I, now I know that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, that's, that was the most closed out of all of your chakras. She's like, there was, she, was, she just knew. She's like, I felt your dad, a dad energy. Like, is your dad passed? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he, he passed away a couple of years ago. She's like, I felt like that's, I'm going to cry talking. <laughs> she said, oh my God, I can't talk about that. She said that she felt him. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I need to move on. I can't cry. I can't cry about this right it's now. Okay. Um, all right. I so- cry about everything. I'm so hormonal right now. <laughs> I was telling Brock a story this morning. I just like broke down. He's looking at me. It was a sad story, mm-hmm. but everything makes me cry. Well, even I'm, even I'm not happy pregnant things. right now. <laughs> I know, but it's your dad. But maybe I'm crying because she cleared this. Yeah, out exactly. Of, you know, yeah, so I could feel. Things you probably again. don't cry enough. Probably not. Like I, you know, for the you you guys listening, Sheena, you know, like I always like make fun of myself because like I'm ha- have like a black heart. Like I have no feelings, and yeah. it, was, it was always hard for me to like 
even feel anything for people I was dating. And I would just like go cycle through these men. I'm just like, no, he's great, but I feel nothing for him. Feel nothing for him. Always. So annoying. And I'm like, I liked that one. I'm never going (laughs) to see him again. Damn it. (laughs) So she cleared that out. What was also interesting is she, I always joke around and make fun of myself. I'm like an emo teenager. I'd call myself like a 15 year old all the time. Mm -hmm. She's like, when you walked in, I felt a 15 year old's energy. And what I did was I connected that 15 year old to who you are now. And you're both aligned now. And I've always felt so like immature and like 15 is like when I felt like my first loss, like my grandfather died. It was, it was really traumatic for me. It was the first time someone like so like close to me died. I went into a depression at that age. So it's like something was like stunted in me at Mm -hmm. that age. So she fixed that. Anyway, she gets to the brain. She clears the mind. She heard all this chatter. She was phenomenal. We talk afterwards. She went into like the past lives that she saw me in. Um, Did she see you in Africa, like training animals? She didn't say that, (laughs) but she said that I was royalty. She said there's a regal energy. Yeah. And she said she was actually really, she, I feel weird bragging about this, but (laughs) (laughs) she said she, she really enjoyed connecting with my energy and it was fascinating for her as well um to see this past life to connect um, with royalty yeah wow. and uh yeah it was it was an amazing experience i want to do it again so surprisingly enough two days after that is when danny dm'd me and we started. he has a name folks he has a name <laughs> <laughs> is this the first time i'm saying his yeah name? it is oh my god <laughs> What, what do we want to know? Should we, t- should I yeah. fill people in? I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's past the month mark. I mean, it's, the first couple weeks. It'll be two weeks. months in two days, I think. Yeah. On the 14th. Our, our first date was Valentine's Jamie Day. Jamie has a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our first date was Valentine's Day. And, you know, after that Reiki, something was just like different in me. I was like so open to like, I could just feel everything again. And it was, it was, I can't even put it into words, but I remember when I first met him, like I was able to like appreciate so much about him. And like, I I wasn't like bogged down with like the way I used to be, which was like, oh, he's not this, he's not that or da da da. Like I would always focus on the negative and focus on the reasons why I shouldn't have any feelings or why Mm -hmm. I shouldn't like this person. But it was opposite. It was like, wow, I recognize so many amazing qualities in this person. I'm so appreciative that he has all of this. And like, it was almost as if like he and I were in it's weird because he's much younger than I am, but we were like in the same life stage. We have both spent the last year working towards something. And each of us, it was kind of propelled by loss. And he he's a musician. He's in a band called Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. For any of my emo people out there, you might, oh, I'm sure you've heard of them. full into who he is. Okay. <laughs> so he started a, uh, a side project, which is his own band called Astoria State. And that was, I won't go into where he got the name from because that's like for him to say, but um, that was like started out of loss and he has spent the last year making this album and almost a year to the date of when he started it, he's going to be doing a music festival opening for Red Jumpsuit within his band and then he's going to be playing with them as well. So it's like, it, it took him a year to work towards this and I'm so proud of him and I'm going to be there in Florida at this festival and I can't wait to see him wow. accomplish this. It's all happening for Jamie. Yeah. Look so, at you. That's that. That's that's my relationship update. We've had we, we had the one fight that you you guys know about. Uh-huh. The <laughs> one that of. we had to fast forward <laughs> through. And We're then, saving that maybe for a Patreon. Yeah. 
We'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what we do with that. I feel I I want to tell you guys, but I feel like it's not for the general public. I feel like it's only for like <laughs> select a certain, few. Yeah, <laughs> a certain number of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, if um you are in the San Diego area and you would like to have an amazing Reiki or acupuncture experience, Jamie and I go to Reiki City Wellness Lounge. Um, it's in like what is that area called? Like Fashion Valley it's like or something? Mission Valley. Mission Valley or something or I don't know it's Hills. by a mall whatever it's called Reiki City Wellness so Melly and Monica there are amazing you now can- we're never going to get an appointment <laughs> well I'm taking a little break I have my last session tomorrow and I'm so sad because mm. then we'll be in LA for a while so not going to be down here getting acupuncture for a bit so my spots Monday and Friday at noon those are probably open now I went out with Monica. Did I tell you? She told me. Okay. She told me you tried to set her up. Kind of, sort of, but it didn't really work out very well. He was not her type (laughs) at all. He would have been my type. She's like, I don't know if Jamie was just really drunk, but like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Well, yeah. So he, you know, long hair artistic type yeah she she told me your type my type (laughs) you know I didn't know this about her but she's more into like the athletic more maybe like Brock's yeah style so yeah yeah well anyways a little Jamie relationship update oh I forgot to mention too the nursery furniture I was talking about Milk Street they gave me a discount code you can just use code Sheena for 10% off so shout out to them they're amazing so I saw a question about your due date. So it is April 24th, but yes. you and I were just talking like the plans for all of that. Shed yeah. some light on that. So my doctor said, I mean, she doesn't appear to be coming early. I was completely closed. I'm not like dilated even like a quarter of a centimeter or anything. So um, he said he could induce me if I wanted any time after 39 weeks, but he wants to get me to my due date. And I'm like, no, 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 I want to get to my due date. However, if we approach my due date, I think he said he would let me go like seven to 10 days after. And um, if I like just wanted to wait or he could induce me. And I think if I haven't had her by my due date, like a couple days later, I will let him induce me because... I mean, not because my birthday is coming up. (laughs) It's fine if I have her close to my birthday. That's not the reason. But I've already pushed her newborn shoot a few days. And I have some work coming up that is going to be starting the first week of May. And I just want to enjoy as much time with her as possible before I get like fully back into work mode. So we will induce me. If I don't have her by the 24th, that is the plan. So like the 25th, probably like the night of the 25th. Look, I think it would be so dope to have her on the 26th when it's a full pink moon, because like the moon has just been one thing during my pregnancy that like I charge my crystals, like I go Mm -hmm. out and I do like little manifestation things. And it's just been like a really special time for me. So someone on Twitter wrote me and they're like, I'm predicting you're going to have her on April 26th at the next full moon. And I was like, wait, but that's like so likely it could just happen naturally. Yeah. But if I don't have her by the 24th, I want to be induced to have her on the 26th because I think that would be really cool. Did you look up what a pink full moon is? Because I have no idea. I did. I don't remember exactly. I've never heard of that before. My mom and sister and I were in a group chat about it. I think it was just something about like the way the light comes down. It makes certain things look pink. 
I don't know. It's really cool. I'd have to look back at it. Curious. Yeah, you guys can look it up. So a few people also asked, what is the future of the podcast once you have the baby? I I feel like people are concerned you're just going to disappear for like a month or two. No, I mean, like I said, like I'm still going to be in like work mode like first week of May. I'm probably going to take like a week off. But I mean, I want to keep the podcast going regularly. Um, I mean, it's one thing that you can do from home. Exactly. You know, so just because you it have just, her doesn't mean it's going to prevent you from doing a podcast. Yeah. It just might not be a lot of like interview episodes like that first month. It'll be like a lot of these, me and Brock, maybe me and mom, me and sis. I think that is realistic, but I'm still going to be vlogging. We have like plans for that. And I'm going to be busy. So we're going to keep it going. It's just I might take a week or two off to just figure out how to be a mom. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, um, my doctor doesn't want me to go too far past my due date. Like he said, he, he would wait a week. But yeah, I think by then I will be ready to meet this little one. So are you afraid of anything? Whether birth Um, or after? I think the thing I'm most afraid about is like how it's going to feel to go to the bathroom for the first time after pushing out a baby. Mm. I think that's honestly the only thing I'm afraid of. Gosh, you know what? I wish I could give you some advice on that. It's all blur, but I think it was fine. They might have to like slice you. Yeah, that didn't happen. So I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it would feel like if you. It might burn. I don't know. I don't want to think about that. We won't won't think about that. No, but um, I'm not watching any birthing videos. I'm not going to look at any of that. Think about it. Whatever happens, happens. I have no birth plan. What are you most excited for? Being in LA. Flip it. Instead of scared, what are you excited for? I'm also scared. I had the (laughs) gnarliest dream that her head fell off. Stop it. She was okay. We put it back on. It was a dream. As long as. She but was still okay. I was like holding her and her it just her head fell off. And I woke up, I was like, oh my God, that's like my biggest fear of like holding a baby is when they can't hold their right. head up on their own. Right. That is like the thing I'm most afraid of. So like I'm gonna be holding her like I'm gonna look weird. Like I hope that it just after a few days, like I get used you to will. it. Cause that's what I'm so terrified whenever someone's like, Do you want to hold my baby? I'm like, nope, don't want their head to fall I off. I had that same fear too. Yeah. So that dream freaked me the fuck out. But I didn't have that fear that my that her head fell off, but I did have yeah. the fear of holding a baby mm-hmm. and and dropping a baby. Yeah. You know, and yeah, that's very scary. But you do at least I got over that very, very quickly. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm excited to just to see her. Like, I mean, I've seen, you know, the 4D ultrasounds, but I'm just like, is she gonna look like me? Is she gonna look like Brock? Like, I'm just so excited to just hold her. And not have her head fall off. <laughs> <laughs> well, she looks adorable in her, all of those sonograms. It's crazy. My mom did like a side-by-side of my first baby photo, like the day I was born and her most recent like 3D ultrasound when she was like 35 weeks. And it looks almost identical. It was like crazy how close the two of us looked. Aww. So we'll see. And hopefully she has a lot of hair for these bows. But if she doesn't, How could whatever. she not? I mean, between the two of us. seriously. And I know it's an old wives' tale about the heartburn, but, like, the heartburn has been, like, so real. And what is that? That means she has a lot of hair? That's, yeah. Oh, interesting. That's the word on the street. Will you miss anything from being pregnant? I love when she gets the hiccups and just, like, feeling her. Like, even though, like, I'll, like, have her and, like, be able to hold her, like, I will miss 
feeling the kicks and like the hiccups are my favorite. Last night we were at dinner and I was like, you know, once I pop baby out, I'm going to get back on a strict diet and I'll exercise once doctor clears me to. But last night we got these little churro donuts. I know the ones at Sugar Taco are bomb, but these ones come in like donut holes and they Mm. came out hot. They were at the restaurant? Yeah, at the restaurant. We went to Barbusa, which is like our favorite restaurant in San Diego is our one of our last little date nights down here. And oh my God, they're so good. But all of a sudden she starts moving around like crazy from like all the, the sugar. sugar. And then she got the hiccups and Aww. I was like, they're so cute. But then I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, are you okay? But it's just like, <laughs> I love that feeling. And one of my other friends who's pregnant right now, she's like, oh, she's like, my daughter's getting them like three times a day. And it's so annoying. I'm like, you think it's annoying? I'm like, that's my favorite thing. Like, I love when she gets them. And I wish she kind of got them more because it's just well, like the cutest feeling. what did you eat for feeling. dinner? Maybe it was a combination. Um, no, I had a short rib and broccolini. <laughs> you say that with such guilt on your face. Well, because I had to say it to you. <laughs> it's, it's the only red meat I can eat because it comes like fully cooked. That or okay. a burger. I haven't had a filet in like nine, 10 months now. Yeah. So last time we went to Barbusa, I got pasta and then I've never even noticed they had a short rib on the menu and Brock got it and I had food envy and I was just like, damn it, that looks so good. And they were so nice there. They sent us home with a free short rib. They're like, you and the baby enjoy this. They're so amazing there. So I was like, I ate it the next day and it was still bomb, but Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to get this fresh. So highly recommend if you go to Barbusa, get the short rib. What did Brock get out of curiosity? The same. Oh, really? Yeah, because I wasn't going to let him have any of mine. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of people wrote in asking this question, which baffles both of us because I feel like we've talked about it quite a few times on the podcast, but how we both met each other. Yeah, I feel like we've definitely talked about that a few times, especially on the Christine Quinn episode, if you guys want to go back and listen to that. But I mean, long story short, we met through... A mutual friend who neither of us are friends with anymore. And we're so thankful for her for bringing us into each other's lives. So yeah, that's, that's that, a short version. I mean, I'll <laughs> elaborate a little bit. Okay. Um, that Christine episode was a hard, very hard one for me to do. Yeah. Um, I was really nervous before we even did it because I was just like, I don't know how much I want to say, but I do want to be honest with everybody. Mm-hmm. So I was as honest as I could be without, you know, trying to put another person down, yeah. I guess. But that was a very, very difficult podcast to um, record. But the way I can look back on that whole situation uh, in a positive light is that, yes, she brought you into my life mm-hmm. and so many amazing things come from you. And I'm just so grateful. So I can just, you know, that's that's my takeaway from, from that bad experience. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I mean, that's happened. Like I saw there was a question about, you know, my old co-host and they're like, well, what happened there? And one thing, you know, I'm so thankful for is she brought Brett really into our lives. Yeah. Like I knew him from like Tom Tom and whatnot, but I was never close with him. Right. And so it's like, and I mean, there are many other things. And even but another one who we're not friends with anymore kind of helped bring Brock into your life. Oh my so. God. That's true too. Yeah. They say, and I'm a strong believer in this, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I think the one who brought Brock into our life, I think that was, you know, for the reason. 
But then, you know, with my old co-host, it was like she was in my life for like those two years that I was single. It was literally a season and she was great. You know, we traveled the world together and we did so many fun things during that single season. And then it just kind of fizzled out, you know, and then you're in my life for a lifetime. So it's like those people, the reason the season or the lifetime, I just, I believe in that. And And it's funny because some people think I'm like a new friend of yours. Yeah. And like last night um, when I was posting for this podcast, I'm like, Hey, what do you guys want to hear us talk about or whatever? I found one of like our older photos and it was from like five years ago. I know. I don't even like, who is she? I don't don't even even recognize you. Brunette. Like, I don't know. I showed Brock and he was like... Pre-lip filler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I also saw a lot of questions about what lip filler I've been getting. Y'all, when you're pregnant, you just fill up. Yeah. So like, I I mean, what I do get normally when I'm not pregnant, it's called KISS, K-Y-S-S-E, just FYI. I've never heard of that. That's a a filler? It was the newest one that came out right when the last time I got my lips filled, which was like June, I think. It was right after the miscarriage. I knew we were going to start trying again. So I got my eyebrows microbladed. I got Botox and lip filler for the last time. Mm-hmm. So that was like in, or I guess it was beginning of July because I had the miscarriage end of June. So that was the last time I filled my lips. But when you're pregnant, your lips and everything just become fuller. So I haven't right. done anything pregnant. My face is fully moving. I am missing my Botox, but Doc I just said- got my forehead done. Uh, well, <laughs> two more weeks for me because Doc said after baby, mm-hmm. I can totally get Botox. So- there you go. I, will be I doing feel like I'm looking at you now. Okay. No. Oh, oh, I, I know. See. It moves a lot. I see it. I try to have resting bitch face, but it just doesn't work. Wow. And like all of my maternity photos, I have like one eye squinted because it's just how my face naturally looks. Mm-hmm. I just went to a night, a good place. Finally, I, I, I've been rolling <laughs> the dice a lot. <laughs> I learned my lesson. They, but they did more than I asked for. Um, how many units? Thirty. What the fuck? In my fuck? entire forehead. I know I that's, do half that, Jamie. I, I do I've 16. never done. I, exactly. Because I Has never do. Has it fully do, kicked in yet? Here's the thing. I don't, I mean, it should have. I don't know. Try and move your face. I can, I could still move. Like Okay. A little bit. Yeah. But I never got it between the eyebrows. Like they oh, call I do it the 11, line, 11 lines or uh-huh. whatever. And I never want it there because I don't make that face. Like I don't have lines there. And everyone that I've gone to previously, they're like, when I say I don't want it there, they listen. Mm-hmm. This girl was like. I don't care if you want it there or not. You need it there because if you don't put it here and I only put it above, yeah. it's going to push your eyebrows down. Absolutely. And she's the first person that told me that. And so she convinced me to do this. And I'm like, okay, fine. But we discussed a plan of action. And part of that 30 was supposed to go to my crow's feet. And I uh-huh. didn't get it there. So now I have to go back and do this part of my face. But so where she the put hell it all did you in put my forehead. 30? That's insane. I don't, I don't know. I do two on each crow's feet. Only two? Two here? I normally do two five here. to eight on each side. That's crazy. No. I go to a plastic surgeon who does two on each crow's feet. I do six in the middle of my brows. Mm-hmm. So we're at what, 10? And then he does six on my forehead. Well, here's and the it's difference perfect. with you though. You've been doing it forever. 10 years. So you're kind of like preventative. So you can do those micro doses. Yeah. But when someone is doing it to actually get rid of wrinkles they already have, they're probably going to need more than your micro dose. It's my maybe. assumption. I don't know. I have no clue, but. I don't know. Maybe like your plastic surgeon can come on as a guest one time and we can get all of our questions answered. Yeah. Oh, that would be fun. I had my fertility doctor on, but I've never had Dr. Meller on. Yeah. 
So if you guys are, I'm just giving suggestions on this whole podcast. If you guys are looking for some great Botox and lip filler in Beverly Hills, his name is Dr. Meller, but it's spelled like Mueller, like, or not W, um, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, Gregory Meller. And he's amazing. He's the only person I trust with my face now. Do we have time for any more questions? Yeah. I liked this one that came in. Tips for starting your own business. Do you want to go first on that or should I? No, I'm going to let you take that one because I don't have my own business. Well, I feel you, like you that's like side a projects and stuff. Brock or you question for sure. So for me with that, it's been a long road. So I started my first business when I was in college and that was just out of pure, um, you know, being naive and young and dumb and just thinking you can do anything in the world, which I think it's great to have to always keep a little part of that in you because the moment you start overthinking things, you'll think of all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. And also, I don't think you should wait until you're quote unquote ready and you have all your ducks in a row because you never will be. Like you'll, you just should start it and learn as you go. So many people put up all of these roadblocks to be like, well, I don't know this or I don't have this skill set or mm-hmm. I'm not ready or I'm, I'll fail. It's like even in the like businesses that I've failed, which was my first one, like it started off, it was a personal training business and I was training Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan at, at like the height of it. Like it, while I was still in college yeah, <laughs> in New York City. So, I mean, I was training New York, New Jersey housewives in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey, like before That's they became so the cool. housewives. So it's like, I grew that, but it, that was never my intention to be training those types of clients. It's just like, it just kind of organically happened that way. But at the end, when I decided I wanted to move to California, I sold the business to one of my trainers who was working for me and I was, you know, I was not well versed in like contracts or, and I just totally trusted her cause she worked for me. I trusted my clients and I did a handshake deal and long story short, she stole my entire business from me and I was mm. left in California with absolutely nothing when I, my intention was to move here, live off the sale of the business and write a book. I came here to, to be a writer. And That's then, crazy. Yeah. And I was just like, well, shit, I better get a job. And the only job that like I could get, I didn't have a car. I sold everything. But around the block for me was a real estate office and there was a help wanted sign in the window. I was like, there's no way I'm getting this with a fitness yeah. background. Got the job and learned the real estate business from that. But anyway, <laughs> as far as tips for starting your own business, one thing is like, just go for it. Just And even if you fa- fail, you'll learn so much and you'll learn what not to do. And that's just as important. And then also what I learned recently and which is the best part of advice that I could give is partnering with people who are already doing what you want to be doing. So when I reached out to Jade Nicole about Sugar Taco, she already built this like empire and she had had gone through a year's worth of going through this. But even before Sugar Taco, she had helped do Toco Madeira um, and Takaya Organica. She was involved in all of those restaurant groups. Yeah. So she, she even opened like a nightclub on her own even prior to that. Was, it was AV. I don't know if you ever went to that in Hollywood. But um, she had all of this experience that I did not have. So partnering with somebody who has that experience mm-hmm. in a business that you want to be in is invaluable, you know, and now she's teaching me everything. Yeah. So I would say, and also even just like with this podcast, like I don't look at it as a business, but it's like, I would, I had the idea to do a podcast years ago. Everyone's a little emo, mm-hmm. but I never got it off the ground. I did two episodes and nothing ever came of it, but you, your strengths are not my strengths, you know, and you got yours off the ground, you know, and then I can help and co-host or whatever. And I still get to do podcasting, which I love to do, but yeah, it's because I've, I'm partnering with somebody who has 
strengths that I don't have. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I was just looking on Instagram to see if any other questions came in before we wrap it up. And Courtney P said, when will Jamie stop making every podcast about her being single? This podcast. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. If you weren't a celebrity in LA, what do you think your career would be today? Well, A, I don't think I'm a celebrity. And B, you are listening to my career. Amanda Tiber. I think I would still be doing entertainment of any sort, whether it's like news hosting, like I still want to do that. And I don't think like e-news hosts are considered like celebrities. It's like a news job. Mm -hmm. I love doing my podcast. I love hosting. That's what I have my background in. I got my degree in broadcast journalism. And uh, yeah, I think I would still, whether I was on Vanderpump Rules, you know, before or not, like on a TV show or acting, I think I would still be doing something in the entertainment industry, for sure. Did you have any others? Who's your biggest inspiration in your life and why? Oh, I mean, I hope to be as good of a mother as my mother, for sure. I mean, I think she was an incredible mom, had me at 19. So uh, that's definitely inspiring. And I hope to be, yeah, just as good of a mom to little mini Sheena as she was to me. I kind of think of her as my mom too sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) My California mom, even (laughs) though my mom has since moved to California, but before she did, um, and my mom was in New Jersey, I I had no family here. Yeah. And your mom is just always so sweet. We take in all the strays. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we always do for Thanksgiving. We do a big Friendsgiving because like so many of my friends whether they don't have family in LA or want to save up money to travel home for Christmas and camp for Thanksgiving. We've always just made Thanksgiving day about my friends and always invite them over. And then we celebrate with our family on the Saturday after. And yeah, I just, I I love that about my family. We always welcome them in. Yeah. She's amazing. Someone's asking if I've ever considered reality. Well, back in New York, I don't think you know this, Sheena. <laughs> what? I filmed something. It was called Taboo Central. It was for Showtime. Uh-huh. And it was so, I'm so glad it never like got legs because I don't know where <laughs> that footage is. I hope it never comes out. Oh my God. <laughs> but it was like, it was, the, there was a host and then there was three girls and three guys on this panel talking about sex, hence Taboo Central. Uh-huh. And of the three females and three men, like it was three different perspectives, almost like the Samantha, the Carrie and the Miranda. Oh, I love that. And I, I guess was the, I was the one in the middle. Uh So there was like the girl who was really, you know, over the top and open about everything sexually. And and then there was like the prude, Charlotte. Yeah. And then I was like somewhere in the middle, but I mean, they asked anything from like anal sex. (laughs) Like how we thought about like if can I even say this on here? Yeah, Um, like if someone like goes down on you, like will will you kiss them right after? Like questions like that. What was your answer? I remember my answer very very (laughs) specifically. What did you say? (laughs) Oh god! Because I I was uh, I wasn't vegan, but I was vegetarian. Uh (laughs) I I had been vegetarian since I was six. Oh my god! So I go. Yeah, I'm not going to taste like a cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's a good answer. I like that. (laughs) But no, aside from that, um, it's not really my, like, that was fun. But strangely enough, I had taken uh, hosting courses as well. 
And I thought if I ever was in entertainment, it would be something with hosting and interviewing people. But I give so much credit to people like you who do reality because it's so hard. I get to see like firsthand just how hard it is. It's like, I mean, you have to be more interesting than an actor. Actors get all of these these awards and credit. It's like they're just reading someone else's lines. Yeah. You, but that takes talent. It takes talent. And especially I know you're when you're an playing too, a real person. But from my perspective, it's like, it takes a special person to be that captivating, being themselves. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then taking all the heat and, and you know, the criticism and everything. It's just, honestly, I don't even know if I... I, I don't, I don't, for me, I don't see the upside <laughs> of doing any of that. I mean, if someone wants to make me an offer, come and let's, we'll talk, but I don't see, um, the benefit for me to do that. So it's never been a goal. Oh, of mine. I think Jersey Jamie would be good. <laughs> or, uh-huh. or drunk Jamie. Which drunk one? Jamie, Jersey Jamie. We'll see. Toucan Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week. I'm not taking a break just yet. And honestly, like the week I have baby, who knows? I might be feeling great and mom is watching her and Brock and I do an episode or I don't know. We'll figure it out, but we're not going anywhere. We may just take a little bit of a break, but I will keep you guys posted and I will literally post if I'm going to be taking a break. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. Uh, with the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Uh, do you need it? Let me see you shake that. Little black dress.